And welcome, everybody. Hey, it's Saturday. It is May, May 2nd. Yesterday would have been my mother's 99th birthday, which is kind of interesting. Isn't that interesting, Doug? It's very interesting. <laughs> Not that interesting. And, of course, it is it is the second day of May, you know, which yes, I, I normally know. hear that. Yes. The first May 1st is the first day of sex outside, so... What'd you say? <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait. Did you say what I thought you said? I'm going to rewind that. I think right. I heard it too. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they told me. Sex outside. Okay, good. <laughs> well, that just starts this show on a good note, doesn't it? Anyway, so this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And with me, of course, is my wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's fun to be here. It is fun to be here, too. And so this morning, we have on one of our favorite guests, Mr. Matt Shea, who is a fabulous author. And and Doug has been getting into his, his writing lately. I love the way he tells a story. Yeah, he, and it's wonderful to hear. I mean, I love his stories, too. And uh, But I think because you're double Gemini, you tend to get more into it than I do. You know, I kind of read it for bigger picture well, stuff. Well, his use of adjectives to me is off the hook. Yeah. Because he describes things so well. Yeah. You can see the characters. You can see the setting. There's no question where you are. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you it, know. It's kind of like reading Harry Potter. Oh, well, I haven't read that either. Harry so, Potter okay. tells you what they look like just as well. I mean, okay. Matt has got the same writing style big time. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good to hear that from you and other people because um, he's he's somebody, he's not struggling, but he's trying to, you know, make it as an author, you know, and um, his stories just seem to get better as he tells them. Well, I think when you read a story like that and you want it to go on, you know it was well written. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. So anyway, he is our guest today, and also we have our Astro News of the Month coming up right after this commercial We've got a lot of stuff coming up next month, a lot. And so, and then we also have on our Astral Celebrity of the Week, Mr. Sean Penn, who is kind of interesting. I've been watching his, what he's been doing all week, and I thought, oh, he's a good one to talk about. Yeah. And his chart is really, really, really active. So, anyway, we're going to look at him, and we're going to do everything else besides that. And so, um, we're going to have a fun day today. And we had a fun day yesterday taping Stephen Forrest's chat, too. So, it was fun. Two days in a row. I mean, I'm kind of like wall-eyed at this point. But uh, even though you won't hear of him until the 23rd. 23rd, that's right, yeah. So I just thought I'd tell everybody in advance to get ready for that because it was a really good show. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to do the Astro News of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150.
Oh, my goodness. I love listening to that. I do, too. Uh, you know, I just want to listen to the whole thing and just let it play. <laughs> you know? It's a great music. It's great music. That's the music. That's the signal for our Aster News of the Month. And we have a lot of stuff here because yesterday when I, he, I was talking about the stuff with Doug, I was doing a show yesterday with Doug, and we were talking about what we we're going to talk about tomorrow with the Astro News. He says, you don't tell me you didn't forget the nodes going into new signs. That's on May 5th, right? Right. Okay. Right. And they go from Cancer um, Capricorn to Gemini Sagittarius. So, that, you know, that how often do they change every two and a half years? Something? Every 18 months. 18 pretty months. Pretty much is right where it hits. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's enough. So it will be until 2022. Okay. So um, I think actually it's kind of fun having them in those signs, you know, because it really has a lot to do with your um, your thought process. You know, Gemini is more of your, your down-to-earth process, and, and Sagittarius is your higher mind stuff. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of interesting. So how do you see it? Well, the... I think that there will be a lot of things that clear up as far as communication with okay. people every which way. Yeah, well, I Even agree. though down the road we will end up where we've got the square to Neptune, which I'm sure is going to be confusing for people at that time, but yeah. we're not there for a while. Right. And we do have a perfect trine coming to Saturn right away, which will clear up a lot of issues. Okay, yeah. And then, then we also have... Um, Three planets that are going stationary, direct, retrograde, whatever. And let's talk about that. My God, I couldn't believe it when I looked in the ephemeris last night. It's pretty <sighs> colorful. Yeah, so first is Saturn going retrograde on May 11th. And it goes direct on September 29th. And, well, uh, you know, anybody who... Ha- I have Saturn retrograde in my chart, you know. And I guess when it's not retrograde, I don't know how much different it is for me. But when it's retrograde, it feels like it's more at home. So um, it's much more of an internal process of Saturn, you know, based on not external. It's not oriented towards external thoughts or what's going on out here. It's it's basically the internal process that I have. Is that how you kind of experience it? Do you have Saturn retrograde? No, I have a, you have a direct. stationary direct. Oh, that's right. You do. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's great to have it there. Okay. So Saturn is kind of interesting, but... The next one's even more interesting, and that's Venus. It's going retrograde. Oh, my gosh, on May 13th. These are all successive and a few every few days apart, you know, and that's on May 13th, and it goes direct on June 25th. So it stays retrograde about six weeks, I think. Right. And um, Venus is about relationships. So I've been noticing lately, because I have fairly strong Venus in my chart, that I feel like, Oh, I, I wonder if there's a relationship for me out there. And I go, what am I thinking that for? Oh, that's right. Venus is going retrograde. So it's a time. In of, Gemini. In Gemini. So, oh, it's no wonder it's happening in and my mind. And it doesn't like being there. No, it's not the most wonderful sign for it. But it's going to actually help people uh, get very clear about their communications to their loved ones. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at the same time as far as with the node going into Gemini. Right. Venus traveling retrograde. Right. It's going to be something dealing with money as well that has yep. to be clarified. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's pretty much what we're in right now with this 2.2 trillion. There's something that can come out of this way beyond what people yeah. think. Yeah, and of course with Uranus and Taurus, which is like adds to the fire of that, mm-hmm. it means a lot of change. Because Uranus rules the, or the in Taurus definitely has a ruling in the money as yeah, well. That's right. Yeah, so. and that was when Brent Wood came into effect, which put us on a gold standard. 
So this could take us back to the gold well, standard. Could, uh, very interesting, because it's all happening at the same time. Yes. So there's more than one influence here. And when there is more than one influence, things are more likely to happen, because it's happening on different levels. Well, that, and especially when this all went down, the Federal Reserve got tucked in under the U.S. Treasury. Okay. So that puts the U.S. Treasury on top of it. It right. has control. Right, exactly. And okay. that changes everything. That's right. Okay, and finally, we have Jupiter going retrograde on May 14th. Oh, I mean, it just the hits just keep on coming here. Which rules money again. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and good luck and all that kind of stuff. But is it going to expand whatever the it touches? The abundance and the knowledge go within and find the answers. That's right. And so all of these are happening within a week of each other. Oh, boy. Okay. So anyway, it is usually that seems like happens, you know, with a bunch of them just all flip around at the same time. It's like throwing the brakes on the train and we're going to go the other direction now, <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I can see that in my head. So anyway, <laughs> bizarre. Anyway, so now we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, we had to get through that first thing relatively quickly so we can do Sean Penn. Okay, Sean's birthday is August 17th, 1960. He was born at uh, 3.17 p.m. in Burbank, California. Now, he's really interesting because I don't know how many people have been watching TV. I, I always kind of keep track of what's going on. But they've been interviewing him. I don't him. own one. I know, so okay. I'll just fill you in. So he's been... <laughs> He's been interviewed a lot on the um, the news stations because he's doing a lot of outreach and a lot of um, human humanitarian work for various medical organizations trying to get medical supplies out to the doctors for the the COVID virus, and he is so he's working tirelessly doing it. I've been watching him. He's working like twelve, thirteen hours a day every day. Well, he's got. Sad rising with that Jupiter sitting right there. Yeah, and that Jupiter is stationary. I'd expect him to be a lot taller than he is. Cause yeah, he is short, isn't he? Five eight. Oh, that's short. Yeah. I mean, for somebody sad rising, yeah. I, I maybe I, he'll grow later on. In unless life. it's because that Saturn's st sitting in that first house too. Oh, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to grow. I want to grow. Well, I'm sorry, son. You have to wait. You know. <laughs> I'm 50 yeah, already. I'm you got to grow up first. Well, I am growing up. Okay, this is the internal dialogue he's having. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just making this up as I go along. But it was good. Oh, well, thank you. That was very good. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, and so. He's got a pack ninth house. He has Uranus next to the sun, which explains a lot of his humanitarian work. And why he made it in movies. Yes, in movies. And, yep, exactly. And <coughs> um, he has it next to Pluto, I think. Uh, no. Pluto right on the other side of the sun. Yeah. 10 I degrees. Yeah, it's uh, 11 degrees away, so it's not technically conjunct. So. Yeah. Okay, and then on the other side of that is Venus, so, and it's Virgo. Oh, that's so interesting because... Madonna has Virgo rising in her chart. And they did a movie together, didn't they? Oh, my God. They must have had an interesting relationship with this stuff here. I'm Seriously. sure there was something things happening at that time. Yeah. I'm, I don't remember the movie, but I do remember seeing them in my mind. Yeah. In yeah. a movie together. You could just see it with him. They'd be joined at the hip with the Pluto well, Venus we, there. We don't want to talk about that. Okay. We won't. We're talking about the movie. Oh, the movie. Oh, right. The movie. The movie. You know, but the ninth house with all of that up there means he's on a journey. He's his this life is about adventure. 
you know, and about having fun and all that other stuff. But it's a, it's an adventure for him. Now, Pluto and Venus, though, are in an intercepted space, so that wouldn't be quite Ooh, as clear for you. Yeah, him. it'll be harder to get at. It'll be room within the room. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting to me. So anyway, um, and the rest of his chart, well, it's okay. He's got a cancer moon, so he's a sensitive person, and he likes, he probably likes being a dad. So, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, he's interesting, and um, he's somebody who is doing a lot of good work out there, and I have to commend him for it. So anyway, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to bring on our guest, Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Yes, and now it's time for Angela Probst, aromatherapist. This is a live read for her, and at this point, you're probably turd of essential oils. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? You're not sure where to start? There's so much information, and aromatherapy expert Angela Probst with Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Now more than ever, we all need to be focused on boosting our immune system. Angela has all the right tools to help. And she's teaching weekly classes via Zoom. If you want more information, you want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl slash Angela. And now this is a live read for Ms. Wanda Buckner, who is fantastic, our pet psychic, who she's going to be on next week, by the way. She's an energy healer and psychic, and mediumship is a natural extension of her work. She sees pictures and videos from people's and animals' lives, talks to them after their deaths, and views their past lives. Wanda's communication with human and animal, animal loved ones who have passed eases our loss and increases our understanding of this world and the next. Even though we're in difficult times right now, did you realize that Donna, I always want to call her Donna. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wanda. Did you realize that you can meet with Wanda via Zoom? If you'd like to talk to Wanda, contact her at WandaBuckner.com. Phone her at 360-491-3187 or email her at WandaBuckner at WandaBuckner.com. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 3rd, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll check on all our regulars like Seattle Dogs Homeless Program, Meow Cat Rescue, and we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga. Plus more, so I hope you can join us for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and my go my co-host, which is... My go-host. Uh, my go-host. <laughs> <laughs> go get me that. Go get me just, that now. I just That's went what I out do of the, here. Right out of the start <laughs> of flipping over my words. <laughs> Our co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston, and now we're going to bring our guest on, Mr. Matt Shea. Matt, how are you? Oh, just fantastic. I love being with you, too. Oh, thank you. It's too bad you're not in the studio today, but you're not far. You're down there. <laughs> well, what's different here? The times we go out, you two make me stay in the car, and then you kind of watch to see if the windows cracked enough or from <laughs> <Yeah. stranger. laughs> 
Do we leave it open for you? Yeah, we we leave the back door open for you. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, so yeah, you're down in the you're down in our parking lot today. So it's beautiful. Yeah, raining the plants. It is just beautiful. The skyline. Oh, it's windy too. It looks like. So windy and gray is what we see up here. Yeah, that's what we see up here too. So, (laughs) well, it's okay. Anyway, so how are you today? Oh, I'm very happy. But I keep in touch on a daily basis, and every opportunity to bump into Doug, you bet. Yeah. And so I'm I'm rolling sevens this morning. Oh, good. Yeah, that's great. And anyone that hasn't met Matt or his books, if you get the book, the Groundskeeper book. There are so many good stories in that that you will become a big instant fan of Matt because mm-hmm. yeah. he really knows how to put the adjectives in there that describe things to a T. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's interesting because it did hold your attention. Which is, Why, you may have wanted the book to go on. Yeah, right, and that's quite the compliment for any any author is to have it go on. So that's awesome. So Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So... Um, let's talk about the new book that you're working on now, which you told me is kind of a departure from where your books have been. So oh. uh, I want you to describe this, what this one's like, because it's very interesting. Oh, sure. Before I do that, I would just like to do the hello list. Okay. We have my daughter listening. We have Dan and Lloyd, who were on one of those cruise ships with the virus where they were stuck at sea for about three weeks. Amazing story, amazing. They would write every day, and they would look at the upside of things, but we didn't know if we'd ever see them again. Oh. Well, that's another yes. book for you. Yes, it is another <laughs> book for you. Exactly. Well, great bunch of guys, and yes, they're up to having a reading with you. I've got to say hi to Renee Klaus because she's always asking me what I'm writing through artistic expressions. That's with an X off of Facebook. And then she does a lot of different prototypes for would-be covers. And so as I change my mind, she's got to change her stuff. She does designer cards that are going incredible. To contact her, she will make one tailor-made, and they're fun. And our friend Ella is listening. She's yes, always well, listening, and she calls me after your broadcast, and did you hear Eileen and Doug today? Well, well things are going good. That's good, yeah. Well, hello and, to Ella. You know, it just—I'm sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead. Oh. Always, always the Emerald Queen, my friend— David Smith, among others, always got to include them. Okay, good. This sort of reminds me of Jer when he was on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of, too. So, well, I've got a few people to say hi to, and about 20 <laughs> minutes later... I'm done. I'll knock it off. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. But it's like every time I hear somebody go, well, I've got a few people I want to say hi to, I go, oh, no. <laughs> it's an honor to have a friendship with Jer. That guy's beautiful. Oh, he's, oh, he he's is. a character. He is a character. I actually need to talk to him about getting him back on the show. So, he is uh, funny. There's yeah, no he question. is very funny. He's feeling very cooped up where he is right now. <laughs> As most people are. Yep, that's right. So anyway, so let's talk about your, uh, do you have a title for this book? Well, I keep changing it. Um, I had to pick a name out of the 1930s or so concept because the guy is so conservative. Mm-hmm. And I went with Abner because remember Mrs. Kravitz? Abner, yes, Abner, right. somebody nice and henpeckable. Yeah. And then I went with the middle name Willis because our friend Ellis had older brothers, and one of them was a Willis. It's okay. Dan. 
And then I took Fowler. There is something about that name. It's sort of up there with Walter Mitty. Oh, and yeah. so it's kind of a harmless, distinct name where he's not Joe Cool, but he's reliable, right. a little different in conservative good ways. And, of course, mentally and spiritually, this guy's on a mission. Okay. All right. So that's the name of the character, right? That's the name of the character. And every time I continue on the story, because I'm already on to Chapter 2 already, because I... I just started this story about five days ago. It's amazing. Uh, he, I keep changing the title as the current changes. Okay. When I start to write, um, ideas then go through me. I don't think they're my ideas at all. Okay. Oh, of course not. Uh, you know, anybody who does write, and I felt that way writing the Titanic book, that it wasn't coming from me, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just felt like there was other material coming through other people. So absolutely. So, okay, so you ha- so the title's kind of, you know, it's a work in progress, right? It's a work in progress right now, and one of them was something like the calling for Abner Fowler. I just keep playing with different ideas, but I haven't laid it down yet. Okay. But Abner Fowler's name will be on the cover of it. Okay, that's good. Maybe it's Abbott Fowler, Fowler calling. What? <laughs> that could. <laughs> okay, and that means He's calling what? to you. Oh, pick up the book and read it. Pick it up, yeah, read it. <laughs> but anyway, pick it up it's about it. a good-hearted man who lost his wife and two children at a young age, mm-hmm. and he is very spiritual. But he rotates the different denominations, the different churches he attends, mm-hmm. and he constantly volunteers. He's an ex-military man who was a top-notch marksman, and it plays out that on occasion our government gets him to fire a warning shot, so to say. Okay. Not to get someone, but to shake them up that, hey, we broke your security. Mm-hmm. We just had an Annie Oakley shoot a pistol out of your hand. Come to the bargaining table. Mm-hmm. And so that's his cause there. And then when he gets paid for it, he divvies it out to charities. He is constantly lending himself, and then he tries to barter with God throughout this whole book. He wants to move to heaven where his family is. Every night he has exotic dreams about them. He can't wait, but he can't crash the party. Mm -hmm. He has to keep serving as a soldier, so to say. Mm -hmm. And then one day his number is picked and he gets to be released from this world. And so that's his thing. He's constantly bartering with the Lord while he's self-sacrificing and giving his all for good cause. And he gives tithing but they keep rotating different churches based on what day it is. Oh, interesting. And, of course, uh, I should mention that the wife and the kids left him at two different times, right? They, yes. They didn't leave all at the same time. No, they didn't. At first, he lost his beautiful wife, and she was a cancer patient. And then when his kids were in their early 20s, they are doing missionary work, and they did not return home. Okay. And he has to continue life now. But he doesn't feel sorry for himself. He lives to make a difference in this world, as they were doing. Okay. But he feels like he's going to be better equipped to leave the planet and be with his wife and kids. Well, that's the carrot dangling in front of us. That's how the Egyptians looked at things. That day comes, well, you and I were talking the other day. Yesterday, your mom would have been 
99. Yeah. My parents would have had their 74th anniversary. And last year they were with us celebrating the 73rd. Yeah. The day before my dad would have turned 98. Right. And so I don't know if this is coincidence or what you and Doug know. There's a lot more to it than I realized. But what happened is that I started getting all these pennies from heaven the last two days. Right. And one of which is I would get a jolt, a charge to get out of bed, get at that table. And then when I start to write, I realize what I'm writing. And so this is something channeling through me. Right. Instead of myself coming up with genius or if we want to call it that. But other things happen. People who I haven't heard from in years, they made contact. An old credit card I got rid of long ago, they made contact saying, hey, we actually owe you something. These little pennies from heaven were, geez, that felt good. Now, where did it come from and why am I getting this good stuff? And I think you've been on the receiving end, too. Yeah, I think that um, I think when the sand shift or the tide shifts... And it shifts from being uh, not necessarily divide, divulging or giving up the, you know, the goodies to you. And then, and then it shifts over to is maybe something that, you know, we've done or changed in ourselves. We change our perspective and all of a sudden it's also our perspectives, true, that change, you know, through all this. When we look at what, what is poverty and which is, which is abundance. You know, and abundance is a, obviously a more fuller sort of um, aspect, but it always looks better, you know, when you, you reach the other side of that coin. And so, oh, you know, I'm more abundant than I ever thought. I have more things that I need, you know, and when you realize that, it just keeps, it just keeps coming. That's right. Yeah. Being grateful for everything. Yeah, exactly. Great. And the, the yes, the possible, no, the, the concept of gratitude is extremely important. So, I mean, that's a big part of the equation rather than saying that you deserve all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we're, we're, we've been very fortunate, blessed, and no one in the family is complaining. Uh, Mom and Dad's anniversary, well, heck, as far as we're concerned, they got to advance, but they blazed the trail. We will yeah. soon follow that trail. They'll be the welcome wagon right. for us. And so we're actually very happy about things because there's more around the corner for us to find out. But just in the meantime, be that good person you were designed to be. Be a little gutsy about being self-sacrificing and keep your faith going. That's right. Okay, we got to take a break here really quick. And when we get back, we're going to have more with Mr. Matt Shea. We're having a very good discussion this morning about all sorts of things. His so, new book. His new book and life in general. So anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Matt Shea. Gee, big surprise. Okay, Matt Shea Right book writes. Let me start that again. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. He his writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one of a kind winning hand that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. 
One of Matt's great books is the trilogy The Groundskeeper and Other Short Stories, which has been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. And Doug has been reading it, too, and he loves it. So, yay. Okay, so feel free to look at Matt's website where all of his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmat 7 W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. You can call him at 206-915-1881, as well as his website, which is www.mattsheabooks.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I have on guest Mr. Matt Shea today, and you are with Matt uh, Matt and guests. No, Doug Johnston, my co-host, and I'm Eileen Grimes, the host. So anyway, Matt, so we're back, and we kind of got way down in the deep there for a little bit, and that was very cool, but... Did you finish the story about what your book is about? I, you know, what I wanted to know is it how the book ends. I don't know if you know that. Yes, because the book, the book ends where he gets to cross that finish line, but he didn't crash the party. He was selected. Okay. It was a point in time where he finally got that carrot. Now, a little bit about this book. I have my gazillion obscure interests, one of which is the Rat Pack with Dean Martin, okay. Frank Sinatra and all. Dean Martin has greatly impressed me. I was watching an interview from Jerry Lewis long ago, and he said Dean Martin, like all of them, knew casinos very well, and they also knew the saga of housewives trying to get some grocery money and rent money, and instead they lost it. Okay. And Dean Martin would step in at that card table, introduce himself. Everybody knows who that man is. He would take over, and he would outgamble the dealer. He would ask the mother how much she lost. To the dollar, he would win it back and then fold and then sit her down with a heart-to-heart. You're lucky I'm here, but promise you will never gamble again. Promise. You didn't lose anything. You got a lesson. He was using his genius, his heart, his talent to save somebody who was trying a different way. It yeah. was backfiring. Okay. And my character has a little bit of Dean Martin heart in him, a little bit of Dean Martin savvy. Okay. Another one was when I was in high school, I had a teacher who was very frail for a man his age. Mm-hmm. And he told me that when he was in the services, he couldn't quite be an infantryman, but he was very studious and they made him a marksman so he could go out alone, all by himself with his savvy. My character has the same traits here. He's not an intimidating figure, but he gives undivided attention and focus so that when he's doing something, he's just doing one thing to perfection. Mm -hmm. 
Well, my former teacher, Mr. Hayden, when there were people who were interested in guns, he would try to talk them out of it. If they were still determined to have that power, you know how young people think, he would involve the parents, he would make sure they got licensed, they went to the firing range, much like a driver's ed class to properly bring you up to that level and hopefully continue with the wisdom of it. So he was using himself as an example for goodwill, doing everything he could to prevent a future disaster. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's that's kind of, that's sort of how the story tells, right? Yes, that is. The makeup is from characters like that who I either know or know of, and then we get a really wonderful, non-threatening person out there from the library that we all know, mm-hmm. but he's kind of like Zorro. Zorro was the blind man in the village who did his crusading when it was called for, and people never knew that the opposite ends of the spectrum right. were one. He's that type of person. But again, okay. he's greatly nonviolent. His actions are louder than words, and they don't know who did it, but it delivers the message, stop that, come to the bargaining table, let's right. talk about it. Sort of like a Bruce Wayne slash Batman type of person, right? We could put it that way, because our superheroes all have an identity. Yeah. There was a Clark Kent from, uh, where was that, the Metropolis? Yes, he was in Metropolis. That was me in, you know, earlier in my life. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, oh, he's always got something to say, you know, right at the end of something. A period well, at the know, end of the sentence. It just made it a little humor there. Yeah, that's, yeah, very little. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, so, okay, uh, that makes sense. And is this a different, you were saying it was different than any of the other books that you've yes, read, written. Because he's going to kill his main character. Oh, off. he is? Yeah. Oh, he is? Well, uh, I personally don't do it. It is an act of grace. And by the way, every day we step a little closer to crossing that line. Okay. But he did it properly. He did yeah. it with style. He waited his turn in line. Okay. And he didn't play possum. He performed in life. Okay. Matt, I'm going to tell you right now, don't push for Hitler sh- or for Hitler. Uh, no, I didn't mean to say Hitler. <laughs> I meant for Hitchcock to oh. direct this movie because he's no longer here. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alfred Hitchcock. He and Rod Sterling, I go back and forth between the two of them. Oh, wow. yeah, I yeah. think he was great, too. But yeah. this sounds like something he would direct if you're okay. killing off the main character. Yes, I'm sorry. Well, he will do that. He will give you a little sour, painful ending of a poetic justice. Right. Well, that's life. And then he will, in his own genius, let us know that he really doesn't like the sponsors, but he needs them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little so cute. zing back at the sponsors. Zap, zap. <laughs> no, he definitely was a different character, but this just sounds like something that he would pick up to direct. Okay. That's cool. You know, because you were talking about, what was the name of the book that you absolutely love that you wished had never ended? What's the name of it? Which one of the stories is that called? What's the name of it? Truth's chamber truth chamber okay truth truth chamber chamber okay um and you wish that it had never ended oh i wanted it to go on i i enjoyed the story so much that when it was done i you know i thought well that ended too quick yeah like (laughs) well doug i'm entertaining the thought of taking that concept 
where I could make a novel because they could get to those hollow, rusted, crude edge pipes yeah. and use oh. them like the guys in at Stalock 13. They're listening and they're hearing all of the important stuff in these meetings. Yeah. And um, it's an eye opener about life. And then you've got to test yourself. Yeah. Are you going to use it as a weapon or are you going to use it to finesse life and serve? Yeah. 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 And even climbing into that low space to start with was kind of interesting. I yeah. mean, I could see the space so clearly in my mind because you you just wrote it out so yeah. true to what it should be. Right, exactly. The plant that I retired from many years ago off the Duwamish River, we were built in the early 50s, and every so often they would have to do some construction there, and they would knock down an old wall, and you would see such a room that had a chair in it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere... Somebody had access years back, and maybe the room served a purpose or was just a darn good hiding spot, one of the two. Right. But you see that. There's a story here. That chair has a story. Yeah. Well, I I never worked with any place or anywhere where I could go hide and sit in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) But the the interesting thing is about having a a building with a, a sort of a hidden room with a chair in it. Yeah. Which means there's more going on you know there's a mystery behind that room and who was in there and all that other stuff so that's another mystery you have to decode yes and, and whenever you are redoing a building you're getting part of it not all of it yeah you're going to end up with some awkward space where something has to become of it and it right. might be an enclosure that very few know about it right many years ago when i worked for north american band lines we were at the Everett plant, which either was or still is the largest building in the world, cubic feet-wise. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we kept trying to pick up a coffee machine that was the size of a car. Oh. And we couldn't find it because there was no more building. But we found it. out through one of the secretaries that she remembered years ago, there were some contractors in there. Okay. We put our ear up next to the wall. We could hear a humming. Somebody had the guts to punch a hole through with a flashlight, and there was the coffee machine. It was <laughs> dusty, but all four sides were walled off. Oh. Somebody knew that they finished it that way and walked away. Funny. And then this would have made a great commercial. Oh, yeah. They ran a piece of paper through it. It copied perfect, but it was hot to the touch. But they were paying monthly rent on such a thing that was so valuable and uh these things happen with old buildings. Yeah, it, you know, it seems like with any good story, any really good story, like like Doug was saying, at the end of that story, he wanted more. It would be like if you found at the end of the story that secret room with something else in it, which would be another mystery to have to penetrate in order to extend the book out or make it at least a sequel to it. Or even a spirit living in that yeah, I cubicle mean, that... Yeah, I mean, well, all the time we hear a catchy song and then in the near future, it becomes a theme song to a popular show. And so, yes, <laughs> these stories I do, they are meant to be added on to. And if you look at the one book I did that had Lord Count and the Rockstar book on it, those were old stories written, but now they had their extensions on that. OK, and then right. sometimes I'll actually mix two. Hey, you got peanut butter in my chocolate, or you got chocolate in my peanut butter, but it worked. It went that way, and people could follow it. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. I, I mean, can see where the ghost could come into this play, though, because 
he had to sit wrapped up in a blanket to keep warm. Yeah, right. So it was cold in that room, and cold rooms normally have spirits in them. (gasps) Well, he is behind enemy lines, and he cannot get caught. Right. So basically what we're talking about here is the is your imagination you know the thing that limits you is is just saying oh no the sh- the story is done basically instead of using your full imagination and exploring different avenues with a story you know well, what i will do is i will take the concept and i'll take it as far as i feel i need to but i have it where i could add on to it again right and mm-hmm. we've seen bridges and so forth where pretty soon they put a ramp on it so as I go ahead, I left stuff behind that I could give new life to. Oh right, yeah. This is well. I it's mean, a great story for anyone to read it. It is. It, it seems to me that this would be. I'm thinking here. I'm learning a lot about writing just listening to him. Yeah. You know, and I'm writing my second book right now, and I've, I've been hitting wall after wall after wall with it, and I finally figured out. Oh, I can do it this way. I take a, an article written by somebody else and and read it sentence by sentence, and then I would take it and throw it into a document, and I would add my interpretation to it. Great way of doing it. Yeah, and I never thought of doing that, but I really wanted to do that because because what I'm writing about is pretty obscure, so it it is going to take some personal type of opinions to to reflect in that book about what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know, so it'll take my opinion. Wayne Dyer kind of did that with his book when he wrote about these different people and what their thought process was on different things. Yeah. He'd write it all out and then he'd write his explanation. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's Eileen? Yes. I I refer to types of people as a lightning rod. When I'm around Ella, I start getting these ideas and it must be coming from her energy. Yeah. Renee gives me good ones. You and Doug have. The times we've stepped out for meals. Yeah. What I got out of this combination of the three of us or whoever is joining us, that put new life into my imagination. Right. And I keep emphasizing this. I don't do anything on my own. It's being around others in life, and then it sort of mixes, and then I see what that mix is, and I write it down. Exactly right. That's how it works. It really is. If you don't do it that way, you're going to be cutting off a lot of stuff that you can really use. So. Anyway, okay, we're going to take another break really quick, and when we get back, we're going to be finishing up with Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we'll need affordable, a supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help to get you the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she's going to save you money. So she's got some new developments out there. These are the newest things we were talking about the other day. First are that she has classes that you can take that will be available to you. So when you enroll in a plan with her and you do any additional type of plan, you'll earn credits that will go towards classes that can be used any way you want. And, you know, they're actually suited for kids, but they could be for other kids and other kids and other kids. So it's it's a really cool thing. And so 
She also has a legacy safeguard, which is a new document that can be done to itemize and organize your final wishes. And it's free to do. So she's got a lot of free things you can do. And um, it kind of keeps your mind occupied during these times, which is weird because when we're all kind of segregated away, it's kind of hard to um, pull yourself out of that and see new things. So anyway, if you need more information, you can call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio with my co-host, Mr. Matt. Oh, oh Matt's going to co-host today. Well, that's different. I see. Oh, I'm doing so well here. I always. My... How do you like co-hosting, Matt? Yeah, it's Eileen, pretty interesting, isn't Eileen, it? Eileen, the stuff I talk to you about when Doug isn't listening, don't tell him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're prepping it away so we can get rid of Doug and put you in there. No, uh, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. That this, was funny. My Yes, my co-host, of course, is Doug Johnston, and our guest today, which is Matt Shea, and we're having a good time here. So anyway, we've been talking about, I think, the nature of storytelling and, and to and look how far a story can be taken out. It can be taken out forever as long as you want to make it, you know, as long as you have you have material that is is generating the, the movement forward. So anyway, um, yes, another key player who just does this lightning rod thing. This is our friend. Kevin McDonald, he yes. does my Independence Report podcast, yes. and he gets me on once in a while, and he's interviewed me, he's interviewed you, yep. but he has that charge about himself where it's there, you get near him, you're having fun, but you're on a journey, and it's of goodwill. The Independence Report, anybody, everybody, look it up, the podcast with Kevin McDonald, my Independence Report, it's incredible. That's right. People get to call in, and it just makes it better. That's right. And he does uh, co-host the Martha Norwalk show on Sundays from 9 to noon, the last Sunday of every month. You know, and so he he is heard on normal radio, but he also has a podcast, which uh, Matt just mentioned. So he's pretty awesome. Very, very awesome. Yes, I always leave with an education, inspiration, and then ideas hit me later, later. And it's like what I said about Dean Martin or my old high school teacher. Had I not known about them, I never would have been gifted with those ideas to throw into the mix. That's right. Exactly. Well, we hope that soon that the Pizza Casa will be up and running again so we can go well, back well, it there. Is running. Well, it is, but just part way. As long as you run out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> as long as you run out, they're running. Yeah, right. Run in and run out. You can still say hi to Joan, and they will serve you great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. So everything on the run. Any three? Yeah, pretty much. But well, I do read a lot, and that's why I was really thrilled to see your play on words and how you describe things. And I understand now why Donna Siebel loves you so much too, because she loves your work as well. Yeah, she does. When I had tea with her the other day, she spoke very highly of you. That's awesome. I appreciate it, and I want to point something out. Yes. Today is my 10th anniversary, the 10th anniversary, my 10th radio show 
with the Jupiter Rising show. Yeah, amazing. But you two have got me on, I believe, eight other interviews on yeah. several other shows. Right. And so you certainly share, and I met the most wonderful people and radio time just from having this friendship we have. Well, oh, Donna's I, even had you on her show already a couple times, hasn't she? She has, and I hear from her once in a while, and she's asked me back. But, my gosh, if I didn't know you two, these good things would not be happening. Well, that's you know, good. You know, the, the aspect of networking, which is so important, it's like if you know a lot of people and you meet somebody who's great, you want to tell every, all your friends about them, especially if they can do something for you. So, I mean, that's how I figured it. And... um and that, you know, being, connecting to people in the radio, which is a lot better than it used to be for me. So we've had you on several shows on KKNW along with Manson Mitchell as well. Matt, so. I think the more people that pick up your book and read it, the faster your books are going to be going everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's very sell, well written. And that's they what sell makes themselves. The yeah, they do. So that's Thank awesome. you, Doug. Oh, Thank you, you so much. You too, I, I, oh, I you're truly welcome. enjoy reading your stuff. Yep, that's cool. Yeah. And I go through a lot of books. Yeah, being double Gemini, we know you'd have to. But I'm a fast reader, too, so yeah. it goes by fast. Yeah. In fact, I right now I've only got two books going at the same time. Oh, okay. But normally, I, if I get bored with one, then I flip the other one real quick. Mm-hmm. And see, but I haven't been able to put Matt's down right now. So okay. the other one, ever since I opened Matt's book, this other one's laying there on the side, and I haven't <laughs> finished it. <laughs> Well, I got lots more coming because I did a count the other day, and I'm over 40 different stories I'm playing with, plus uh, 40-odd some give them new life. Now, you're drawing a memory here. My friend Sally Jones has done editing for me lately, and she just smoothed this silk on this. So I've got to say hi to her. She's from Indiana, okay, and she has been a great help. And then I play her the interviews from you and Doug, and she loves them. But but you see, everything I do, many people have a hand in it. Ella does, Renee does. Mm-hmm. My daughter will say things that I will remember that get put out there, even though she's not aware of it. And so it comes from the people I've been blessed with, the people I just get to have the good fortune of crossing paths with and spending time with. Right. Having meals with you and Doug is so much fun. It is. So much fun. Well, when you say Indiana, immediately, you know, if that's the only place I've ever been cow-wrestled. <laughs> but then I do have another good friend that's been nominated for a Tony Award this year. Yay! All right. Good job. All legged. All right. That's cow-wrestled. Cow-wrestled. I had the guy that was managed my cows lived in Indiana. Yeah. And he sold all my cows as grade cows and pocketed the money. Yeah. But he called me every month for six months in a row and would report to me what the records were on the cows and how they were doing. Uh He didn't even have them. Oh, no. I call that cow wrestled. I'd say that he's gone now. Uh, I don't know where he is. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, well, I noticed you mentioned it, though, but that's, but still, that's awful. Well, when you I know, heard that so Indiana, bad. that's what did it. Yeah, that's, you're way that a long way. bad because we have such a concept as karma, and you're not a vindictive person by any means, but life has a way of tipping the scales. There are some ugly things to address like he, unless he makes amends. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm sure that as far whatever I lost at that time, 
will come back in different ways. Uh, and it'll come back to yeah. haunt him, too. Ha, ha, ha. That's just the law of karma. Yeah. Well, yeah. we want him to come around and be a winner with us. We That's want right. him to come straight, and we all land on our feet. That's right. Okay, well, Matt, that's it for us today. And we ha- obviously had a wonderful show as usual. You are terrific. No matter what, there's always something new in your life and something that we can learn from. So thank you. And this new story sounds great. Yeah, it does. I can't wait for that one to come out. And he's, hasn't, you know, he's just barely started to write it, too. So, But it sounds like you're on a really good track with it. So anyway, well, thank you so much. And thank you for everything. Oh, you're welcome. We will see you soon. Probably in a few minutes when we come downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's about as quick as you can That's get. As quick as we can get. Yeah, exactly. And I did good. I didn't get out of the car once. Well, because we locked you in. We locked you in. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. So we'll see you in a bit. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so um, now we have our, our um, announcements for things that aren't happening. Those things that don't happen. <laughs> yeah, they aren't happening at all, basically, because of the virus. So we know that Emerald Spiral was canceled, and I'm just re- reiterating this in case people who had signed up for it are trying to figure out what's going to happen, especially with the money they paid. So if you did pay for a booth... You will get those fees applied to the September fair on September 26, 2020. That is assuming, of course, the fair will happen. It will. It will, I'm sure. But, you know, it, it's you, know, you just have to add that little I caveat. think that just with this flip of the nodes, we're going to see a change. Because yeah, and that's a few days. Gemini and Sag move a little bit faster than Cancer oh, and right. Capricorn. Oh, those are just drug on and drug <laughs> yes. on. Yeah, no kidding. Where things are going to pick up It'll and speed. get a little bit more jumpy and lively. Yeah, yeah. fun, too, because, fun you know, too. Gemini loves to be giggly and, about everything. Well, so does Sagittarius. Ha, ha, ha. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah. A lot of comedians are sad rising. That's right. Okay. So, anyway, yeah, we'll probably be seeing that September 26th. That's in a few months. Okay. So, now we have the After Dark readings at Pizza Casa, and we also After Dark readings at Burr's. Those are both on hold, of course, until these restaurants open up. I hear something about two months. Maybe they're going to open up. There's a progressive opening process that the governor is doing. So gradually open and get back to where we were. So it'll be, it'll be you know, as long as they can open up. If he drags it too long, I think people will are be gonna wondering get upset. if they want to get rid of him. Yeah, true. Just like they're doing back east in other, other, other states. Like Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway. they're, they're in their own world, and in, yeah, if they, they stay there too long, they may not be they're anywhere Not in else. their world anymore. That's so, right. That's true. So anyway, yeah, um, so we just hope this they're going to come back because we love going to the, both of those places. So, And then we also have the horoscope column, which I do every week, which is updated every Monday. It's a weekly horoscope. It is on uh, KKNW's website, 1150kknw.com, right on the front page to the left as you scroll down. Okay, so how do we get a hold of you? The best way is to call or text 206-769-4924. Okay. And then you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. And you can contact me at JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. So next week we have on Wanda Buckner. And uh, she will be on. And it'll be fun. It'll be just me and her next week. And I'm going to give out the advance notice on May 23rd. Stephen Forrest will be joining us via tape. 
because we taped the show yesterday. So uh, we had a wonderful time. So it'll be airing then. So that's it for us today. And we will be seeing you next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.